I promised you a big announcement at the start, so I'm here to deliver once again. Officially beginning tomorrow, this show, The New Directions Podcast, will be a seven day a week broadcast between officially tomorrow and May 4th. And soon after my birthday and our anniversary, we may pick up and do it again. A lot's going to depend upon how things go between now and then. I'm trying to keep things as positive as I can for everybody with the news that I share with you from the sources that I have. So hopefully, continuing this on a seven-day basis will keep things going till finally we maybe possibly reach the end of this thing. We'll see what happens. But as for tonight... A lot of us are quarantined. We're staying home in the midst of this pandemic. Now imagine with me, if you will, you're in a room. It doesn't make any difference whether the house is new or not in this scenario. But you notice a lot of blank walls. And if you're like a lot of people that notice those, It's driving you up the wall. And you don't have any clue as to what you want to do as far as decorating these blank walls. Well, in Kansas City Magazine has been very resourceful in coming up with ideas of what to do with them. Give you kind of a, let's just say, a house project in the midst of this pandemic. We will talk about their ideas on how to banish the blank walls on the other side of this break. Whenever you're on Facebook, I invite you to Stop by my New Directions podcast page there. It's the New Directions podcast at RKC70. And I have details on certain stories that I have covered on the show. Some that I will be covering in the future. And some that, who knows, may not have even come up yet. There are some folks that are on that show, on that page, that is, that I've been following too. So please check all of this out. It's the New Directions Podcast at RKC70. Available on Facebook. Next time you're there, check it out. When I was young and I had my own room, I would from time to time find some things, whether they were in frames or whether they were just plain flat out pictures, And I would find ways of wanting to set them on walls. Well, given what we're going through right now, it has not been very easy to keep going. Some people, I think, perhaps have had it easier than others. But for those that have not, 
a lot of things, like for instance decorating, might drive them absolutely up the wall. So with that in mind, our friends at In Kansas City Magazine have come up with a few brainstorms. I'm getting to that article right now. Give me just a second. And it has to do with... Let's see. I'm trying to get there. Just a moment. Here we go. They're calling, they're calling this article that Michael Mackey wrote called Banishing Blank Walls. This is a decor story. It's going to be in the April edition of In Kansas City Magazine. But I'm giving you an early, pre, early audio look at it. Ugh. Ugh. If you've been home and staring at the walls, just know you're not alone. However, if you're home and staring at blank walls, well, that's even worse. If you're using your time at home to do a little painting, rearranging, or feng shui, here are some ideas from local designers about how to banish those barren walls that may be driving you absolutely bonkers. Number one, mirrors. Mirrors bring light to a space and make it feel larger. Don't just think small. Mirrors can be floor to ceiling or cabinet to ceiling, says Kristen Riddler of Kristen Riddler, Kristen Riddler Designs. They can be trimmed in for a more tra transitional look or for a modern feel, kept frameless. Since mirrors reflect what is in front of them, be mindful of what they are reflecting. Mirrors placed purposefully can reflect a dramatic chandelier or can create drama on their own by their size, scale, and placement. Number two, fabric. Fabric isn't just for your window treatments. Why not soften up your space with fabric on your walls? Oh no, wallpaper. <laughs> Whether it's on panels or a whole room. I love the idea of matching pillows or a sofa to the walls too, says Jenny Manka of Manka Interiors. And who needs artwork when you have walls with a saturation of color and pattern? It's about the same price as wall covering and the installation is easy. Tip, think about it as you would, as you would changing out a seat cushion. I recommend putting half an inch bat batting behind for an even softer, more luxurious look and covering buttons in the same and or coordinating fabric. Spaced evenly apart for a traditional feel. Who's ready to get out their creativity and a uh, staple gun? Number three, wooden stone wall details. A focal wall can be covered in a material such as stone, tile, or granite, or trimmed and painted. Trim and paint would be a more economical choice, but it can be as unique as the homeowner. When using granite, clients can select the slabs that have dramatic or subtle movements, says Riddler. While when using a luxury material, think of an area the homeowner sees and enjoys on a daily basis, like an entry wall or above a fireplace in the great room or bedroom. Often these areas have a fireplace as well, and the wall material is highlighted by the warmth of the fireplace. Number four, 3D wall art and sculptures. If walls in a room already have art on them, 
number four. Yeah, I did say number four. If walls in a room already have art on them, think of ways to add interest to a wall without more art. Use a table or pedestal with a sculpture or place a large sculpture alone, says Rittler. Look for sculptural items to hang on a wall. Add impact by hanging them in multiples. Number five, oh boy, wallpaper. Wallpaper has made a huge comeback recently. We are seeing it in large format patterns and texture. Geometric prints can 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 have an impact to add an impact rather to a dining room ceiling or powder room walls. Don't be afraid to go bold. Wallpaper is much easier to remove than it used to be. And I'm finding myself very thankful for that to be the case. Not easy to remove. Something you can do, obviously, as you're sitting back and waiting for that little virus pandemic to end. Before we get into our pandemic positive for this evening, we're going to get to that, of course, next segment. I want to play a song that I have not been playing in a while because I've had another song be my be my get us out of here song for this week. Before I do so, one commercial. Beginning, not this coming week, but the next, my birthday list countdown will begin. And there are a lot of songs up for consideration on this particular countdown. I want to get this song up. I have not played it in a long, long time because I had played it at other. I had played other songs for get for the get us out of here point. So, this will be our get us out of here segment song for tonight. So we'll bring my friends Dirks and the Brothers Osborne back for burning.
Return to its normal position next Monday here on the New Directions podcast. That, my friends, I will promise you. That song is still a favorite of mine. And reminder, the countdown, I want to go ahead and we'll set the countdown up. I'm hoping to do it next week. We'll see what happens. Week after this next We may start it even this upcoming week. We'll see what happens. Stay tuned. Follow my story on Facebook. I will update you accordingly. Pandemic positives are what the news outlets will never, ever tell you are next. Terry Runyon here from the New Directions podcast with a special message from In Kansas City Magazine about these times that we're living in right now. In Kansas City thrives because of our local content and most importantly our local advertisers, both online and in the magazine. In this time of uncertainty, please shop local, eat local, and do whatever you can to support local Kansas City businesses. Keep calm. Observe all preparedness advice and carry on. This is from the people who scratch the surface and show you things about Kansas City that you may not have known otherwise in Kansas City Magazine. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to tonight's edition of Pandemic Positives, or what the news outlets will never, ever tell you. Due to the fact we've had the Easter series this week go along with the regular portions here on the New Directions podcast, I haven't been able to stay caught up with the positives that I've been able to find. So I'm going to use tonight's edition... To try to do that. I'm on my Facebook page for the show now. 
And I am in the process of looking for these. Just for one that I really wanted to do right here and now. And this is one that I sincerely hope will open the Doomsday Sayer's eyes real quick. And it's about some information that was published by a fellow internet search, search, search engine, easy for me to say. Something that, who knows, maybe somebody would consider. The, cor the coronavirus can be stopped in 48 hours using a simple anti-parasitic drug. This is from Monash University. Amid a barrage of research on finding treatment for new coronavirus, Australian scientists have found that a common anti-parasitic drug named SARS-CoV-2 virus growing in cell culture found that the common drug killed, excuse me, the coronavirus growing in cell culture within 48 hours in lab settings. Ivermectin is an FDA-approved anti-parasitic drug that has also been shown to be effective in vitro against a broad range of viruses, including HIV, dengue, influenza, and the Zika virus. Published in the journal Antiviral Research, the study from Monash University showed that a single dose of ivermectin could stop the coronavirus growing in cell culture, effectively eradicating all genetic material of the virus within two days. We found that even a single dose could essentially remove all viral RNA by 48 hours and that even in 24 hours, there was a really significant reduction in it, said study lead author Dr. Kylie Wagstaff. Dr. Wagstaff, however, cautioned that the tests conducted in the study were in vitro and that trials needed to be carried out in people. Ivermectin is very widely used and seen as a safe drug. We need to figure out now whether the dosage you can use, use it at in humans will be effective. That's the next step, Wagstaff informed. In times when we're having a global pandemic and there isn't an approved treatment, if we had a compound that was already available around the world, then that might help people sooner. Realistically, it's going to be a while before a vaccine is broadly available. Here we go again, kids. Although the mechanism by which ivermectin works on the virus is not known, it is likely, based on its action in other viruses, that it works to stop the virus, dampening down the host cell's ability to clear it. Dr. Wagstaff made a previous breakthrough finding on ivermectin in 2012 when she identified the drug and its antiviral activity with Monash Biomedicine Discovery Institute's Professor David Jans, also an author on this paper. Professor Jans and his team have been researching ivermectin for more than 10 years with different viruses. Dr. Wagstaff and Professor Jans started investigating whether it worked on the corona... corona virus as soon as the pandemic was known to have started. The use of ivermectin to combat, to combat the coronavirus depends on preclinical testing and clinical trials. 
with funding urgently required to, pro- to progress the work, the researchers noted. I'm left with the following question. What the heck is taking people so long? You have the ideas in front of you. What the heck are you afraid of? Is I'm, I'm not going to get into it. It is a positive, and it's something that I would think that people would want to take notice of and do something quickly to maybe possibly cure this thing. I don't understand. You're working on this. You would think that people would be doing something about it a little quicker, but apparently not. Something just isn't. This whole dang thing doesn't make any sense to me at all. I have another thing to share with you, and this was dated, I brought it, dated originally April 9th, and I put it on this page yesterday. All 11 coronavirus patients in Greenland have now recovered. It is now the only affected country with no active cases. Why the heck is it taking so long for other people to even get there? That makes no sense to me at all. I'm sorry, but it just doesn't. I want to share, let me see here. Trying to find. There was a story, and I, what the heck, let's do it. Matthew McConaughey did something very special. And it was detailed by way of fox4kc.com and this was for seniors. I want to bring this up here. Dateline Austin, Texas. And this is from our friends at Fox 4. Bingo night got a little more interesting for residents of a senior living facility in Texas. They had a special bingo caller during their virtual game, award-winning actor Matthew McConaughey. Through the use of video chat, McConaughey joined the residents of the Enclave at Round Rock Senior Living, which is an independent and assisted living facility. We got an I-24, I-24. Straight down. Winner. Let's see yours, Charles Call King's iPad. Call them out. Call your numbers out. See if we got them right. We got an I-24. I-24. That wasn't bad at all. McConaughey wasn't the only one getting in on the fun. His family joined in to entertain the residents. Thank you to Matthew, his wife Camilla, and his mom Kay for hosting our residents for a few rounds of virtual bingo. The facility posted on Facebook on Sunday. Our residents had a great time playing, and they loved talking with Matthew about his family heritage and his favorite drink. We won't go into that right now. Senior centers are getting creative to keep their residents active and engaged since the coronavirus outbreak has caused many facilities to go into lockdown. Along with virtual meetups, the Enclave has hosted parties in which it encourages residents to dance from their patios. In a video posted on Facebook, staff were seen singing 
and dancing along with them from the courtyard area, while of course observing, there's that word again, boys and girls, social distancing. I really don't want to believe that that's the new norm. Well, I practice it for now, yes, but ladies and gentlemen, that does not mean I have to like it, because I do not. I don't like the fact that we have to do this, but for now, I guess we will. Trying to find one more thing before I tide over a little bit. Oh uh, yeah, I want I wanted you to hear about this one too. This also was from fox4kc.com. I want to share with you about someone else stepping forward. Metro organizations step up to help after Kansas City Public Schools temporarily suspends meal distribution and I'm going to let Jessica Ely share that with you. Classroom, playground, refuge. Now when we're asking so much of our homes, NFM is here for you with free shipping or contact-free drive-thru pickup. Nebraska Furniture Mart stores are temporarily closed. Shop online anytime at NFM.com. Yeah, well, KCPS says since school's been out, they've started... Hold on just a minute. It did not come up. All right, then I'll read... Maybe, yeah, that did not come up. We'll try this again this time. Metro organizations step up to help after the Kansas City Public Schools temporarily suspends meal distribution. The Kansas City Public School District says between 15,000 and 16,000 students attend their schools. We may, we're going to try this again, just a second. Classroom, playground, refuge. Now when we're asking so much of our homes, NFM is here for you. With free shipping or contact-free drive-thru pickup. Nebraska Furniture Mart stores are temporarily closed. Shop online anytime at NFM.com. Here we go. Yeah, well, KCPS says since school's been out, they've served over 65,000 meals to students. But this week, those students will have to look elsewhere as the distribution of the meals has temporarily stopped. The Kansas City School District says suspending its meal distribution program was a hard but necessary decision. Over the weekend, the district learned one of its child nutrition service members has a presumed case of COVID-19. We wanted to be overly cautious, overly thoughtful in how we approached our food services for this week. Now other organizations are pitching in to help. Children's Mercy, who already serves food at five different locations across the metro, is prepared to distribute more meals this week to assist KCPS. We're trying to be very nimble at this time to be able to see how we can serve the students when the school district offer operations are not up to their full capacity. KCPS says they are following the guidance from the Kansas City Health Department, but they are hoping to be back in full service serving those meals to students next week. Jessica Ely, Fox 4 News. Jessica, thank you very much. The, there are so many things that I really do not like about this virus. 
It has separated people. It has put everybody into masks. You don't know whether anybody has them or not. And when you do, when you discover someone that has them, your heart breaks even more. And maybe I'm just being soft-hearted. I don't know. But it seems to me you hear that people are trying to do things, but you're not seeing it. And that's the thing that bothers me the most. And people were talking about how Easter was so, how Easter is going to be different. I want to share this with you. Debbie Erickson, who is the, no, I'm going to wait and do that tomorrow. Excuse me. I got ahead of myself on that one a little bit too soon. Let me go back to Matthew McConaughey and what he did for the seniors. The people that I'm the most concerned with are the seniors. And there is an organization that I've been kind of hinting at off and on. Headed up, headed up by, and I'll have her name in about two seconds. Just a moment. I went the wrong direction. Hang on. A new direction in the spirit of the show. But anyway. Let me find it this way. There we go. What Diana Ladio was doing with music for your music by your side. After I did a piece on it for my show, and my friend Kathy Quinn from Fox Four did a similar piece. I'm going to try to get that piece on. I'm going to on Tuesday night here on this show talk about in very big detail. The music, music by your side group. And how unique I have been learning this group actually is. I have, I'm in the process, that is, of putting a post in that will, that will eventually be a part of the project. And I'd like to share this, share a live version of it with you right now. It's a song that I played just after Christmas, and I thought the, mel the message in this song seemed appropriate to send a video of to these folks. The song is called Let There Be Peace on Earth.
Diane Eladio has organized a very good network. And I'm in the process right now of trying to get the video that I played, which I had played yesterday, to the folks at Music By Your Side. I love what they're able to do, and it appealed to me because of the fact that I am a musician, and I enjoy sharing music for any reason at all, most especially where the guitar is involved. So my contribution is going to be, let there be peace on earth. I want to close out this segment once again with the song that was our Get Us Out of Here song last night. And this is very appropriate, I believe, not only for this week, but also for this, for also, but also for this pandemic. I'm going to bring in Diane Ladio, Diana Ladio once again, as soon as I get it up here, to play her version of Amazing Grace. And on the other side of this, and on the other, we're going to we're going to take a moment to look ahead to the Easter show I'm going to share with you tomorrow. And I almost have what I was wanting to do here. I've got it, and here we go. Coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, we're so sorry we can't be there with you right now, but your whole community is, is holding you in our arms. And I'd love to play you a tune that brings me a lot of comfort and peace, both to play and also to listen to. Tomorrow night here, tomorrow here on the show, is going to be our Easter edition. We'll bring the gospel back out and finish out the story. There's a lot of music that's going to be shared. You will hear he's alive at the top of this broadcast. I'll throw some music in as well. 
And we are going to take time away from this pandemic to enjoy Easter. One of the readings I'm going to share with you tomorrow is about a vi- the virus taking away Easter. No, 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 no. That is not going to happen, my friends. The virus isn't going to take it away, but I will share the reading. Debbie Erickson from KFKF provided this. I have what read through it. It seemed interesting to me, so I will share it. But do you think the virus is going to take Easter away? I would say no. Sure, we're not doing sharing Easter in church. That I don't like. But the message is still there. We serve a risen Savior. I pray that we don't forget that. So tomorrow on the New Directions podcast, join me for Easter during the day then. Monday, we're going to take a look at some TV shows that were good while they lasted. My best friend and friend of the show, Dan Leach, is going to join me Monday night. And we're going to take a look at that list. It's a rather substantial list. We're going to spend a lot of time talking about that. And on Tuesday, I want you to join me because my subject is going to be the folks folks from Music By Your Side that I'm helping out, as planning to help out as well. Moving to final thoughts... A lot of folks, myself included, thought that we hoped and prayed that we would get back to normal. And maybe in a matter of speaking, some food for, after reading this food for thought, maybe we don't want to too terribly much. Let me share with you. I pray that the next time a friend grabs me and pulls me in for a hug, I actually take the time to appreciate the gift of their embrace. Number two, I pray that when school resumes and people are dropping kids off, they take the time to thank the staff for the amazing gift that they give to our community. I pray that the next time I'm sitting in a crowded restaurant, I take the time to look around at the smiling faces, loud voices, and thank God for the gift of community. Ladies and gentlemen, since this pandemic, we have been missing this real bad. Number four, I pray that the next time I'm standing in church listening to the voices of praise and worship, that I take a moment to thank God for the gift of congregation. I'm going to be singing along too, my friends, so there. And finally, number five, I pray that the next time I see a person or situation that needs prayer, I hope I pray as passionately and fervently as I have these past few weeks. If you're not able to join me tomorrow here on the podcast, happy Easter to you. But I hope you're able to join me because we're going to take the restraints off and we are going to celebrate Easter and message behind it. Because the way I see it, my friends, we are serving a risen Savior and we should be rejoicing in the fact that he rose from the dead in three days. And one way or another, my friends, I'm going to do that. And I hope you're able to join me tomorrow. That's going to wind things up for the Saturday edition of the New Directions Podcast. Thank you for being with me as always. See you tomorrow night. And to see you tomorrow, I should say. And until then, Dirks, would you be so kind as to get us out of here?